The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Let's talk about sex, okay? Actually, let's talk about having even better sex. You've heard it here before, and you've probably heard it from a lot of your other favorite podcasts as well. Woo for Play makes sex even better, okay, guys? Minimal ingredients. It's a coconut oil lube. Michael and I use it all the time. In fact, I feel like we've gotten accustomed to it. It's, it's, like, it's like we're having a threesome with woo all the time. Um, I used to get horrible UTIs, like the worst ever, like probably about 30 a year. And now I get none because of Woo for Play. has a little stevia for taste, a little beeswax for grip, <laughs> and obviously coconut oil, organic coconut oil. And the man in your life is going to love it when you use it. Yeah. And it tastes good, guys. It tastes so, so good. I can attest to that. Yes. Do a little massage, start with that, and then go from there. So to try Woo, go to WooForPlay.com and enter promo code him and her at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Again, that's WooForPlay.com, W-O-O-F-O-R-P-L-A-Y.com and enter promo code him and her for 20% off. Enjoy and thank us later. This episode is brought to you by Ritual. So I am obsessed with Ritual Vitamins. You guys know this if you've read my blog. You heard it here first. It has this minty taste, so nothing fishy. Um, But really, there's so many standout stars in Ritual. I keep it by my toothpaste and my toothbrush so I can just grab it in the morning and go. It's filled with things like iron, vitamin E, magnesium, which we love for getting things moving, folate, and omega-3s. Okay, Like I said, no fishy taste. It's made in the USA without synthetic fillers, and it's sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis, so Ritual created a smarter vitamin with nine essential ingredients women lack most. Go to ritual.com slash skinny to try it, guys. Choose clean ingredients backed by science and sign up now at ritual.com slash skinny. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Uh People are photographing themselves and seeing images of themselves more than ever before. My patients are coming in and they're seeing themselves on posts from other people's Facebook page or Instagrams. Social media is just another way to make yourself more visible and the inspection that's going on with people's skin is increased. So you're seeing your skin with more more lines and wrinkles, get that wrong angle, your your dark circles look worse, your upper lip wrinkles look worse. Your hyperpigmentation mustache is shining out. Correct. All that stuff. So when you see yourself more often, so now everyone comes in and they're just, they want to know, what am I going to do? Why am I getting this? How do I fix it? They're, and the question, and, and, and they also want a reality check. They want to know, am I, is this real? You know, or is it just bad lighting? That's a huge question. And the, the bottom line is bad lighting, unfortunately, just shows the flaws that you otherwise won't see. It's not like it's not there. No, but I mean, have like, you ever done this before? Recorded while oh, doing this? Oh, no, no, no. I, I've been recorded by like patients, friends for their like, like video, but you've never video. actually been. No, no, not on like a podcast. I'm doing this. Like, yeah. No. After today's episode, Lauren, nothing will ever be the same. That's true. Thank God. So that clip was from our guest of the show today, one of our favorites, 
with his second appearance on the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show, Dr. Dennis Gross. On this episode, we discuss preventative beauty, anti-aging techniques, thinning skin, baby Botox, acne, what causes acne, mist surrounding skincare, and what to be cautious of when you're doing procedures with fillers and fats. I also, and Dr. Dennis, together convinced Michael to do some baby Botox. So don't mean to brag, we recorded the whole thing for you guys, so you were right in the room with us, really. And that's why nothing will ever be the same. For those of you who are new to the show, I am Michael Bostic. I'm an entrepreneur and businessman. I have been involved in business in the digital space, direct-to-consumer product space, and manufacturing space for the last 10 years. Most recently, the co-founder and CEO of Dear Media, which is a female-focused podcast network. And I'm Lauren Everett's Michael's wife. I'm the creator of The Skinny Confidential. And uh, I'm excited for this episode, Michael. Finally got some Botox. This is true. I'm looking beautiful. Is that a way to describe me? Handsome. Yeah. Great. Radiant. Stick with Glowing. Handsome. I actually have been said I'm glowing. I'm smooth. Yeah. Icy. I don't know the terms, but I'm I like looking, how you can't looking frown a lot better. No, I cannot frown. Um, Okay, guys, so I want to remind everybody that there were two episodes last week, episode number 125 called Boob Job Recovery with Lori Harder and number 126 with Camille Lee, the CEO of Activate, which was formerly Blog Loving. So be sure to check both of those out and remember that every other Thursday we have a full-length episode bringing this show to six per month. Just want to remind everybody that so that everybody knows and doesn't miss any episodes. All right, guys, let's talk about something exciting. As many of you know, Thrive Market is a partner of the show, and we have just taken the partnership to a new level. We have a new offer and a new TSC page. I am very excited, like I said, because I created my own custom Thrive Shopping page for you. So what I did was I went through the site and I found my stars. You know, the things that I keep buying over and over again, all my go-tos. You will find things like my favorite wildly inexpensive beauty mask. It's this clay that pulls out impurities. So great at night. I also added the best rosehip oil ever. It's the one I use to remove my makeup with. We don't want to do wipes. Okay, those pull on the skin. I asked Dr. Dennis about it. You know this. And of course, you will find a tongue cleaner because duh. Um, And more things like my secret peppermint oil that I use for minty fresh breath when I'm on the go, a dry brush, a really sturdy one. And lastly, the best spicy sauce on the planet. It's the one I use for zoodles. I'm so into it. I eat the sauce every freaking night with extra lemon and chili flakes. Anyways, to find my page, go to thrivemarket.com slash skinny and search the skinny confidential in the search bar. And Jazz Hands, because Thrive is giving you an extra 25% off your first order plus a free 30-day trial. So go stock my favorites page and let me know what you got. Love when you guys do an Instagram story and tag me in it, um, DM me, whatever. For those of you who don't know what Thrive is, you got to get on board, okay? Thrive Market is a very avant-garde online marketplace on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. You can shop for thousands of the best-selling non-GMO foods and natural products, always at 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. We love this. You can get everything you need, non-GMO foods, snacks, vitamins, supplements, personal care products, eco-friendly cleaning supplies, safe and non-toxic beauty products, kitchen staples, home goods, organic baby food, kids products. You get it. Straight to your door, which I love. Thrive Market is offering all Skinny Confidential him and her listeners 25% off your first order and free shipping with a one-month trial when you go to thrivemarket.com slash skinny. Again, that's thrivemarket.com slash skinny. 
So I want to talk about the why. I feel like the why is so important and it's especially important when we have a guest come back on. We had Dr. Dennis on on episode 91. Is that right, Michael? Yep. Episode 91 back in December. So it's been almost seven months. Okay. And a little longer. We wanted to go even deeper with him on another episode. I feel like skincare is such an important part of this podcast and the brand um, that having him come on again and even get more specific was important. Um, he's obviously huge on sunscreen, which, you know, I'm huge on sunscreen. I mean, I'm basically naming our firstborn Dr. Dennis Gross Bostic. Um, Michael's developed a skincare routine that is full of Dr. Dennis products. Do you want to, do you want to share your 10 uh, step routine with everyone? It is. I, we share them <laughs> in the episode so people can, people can listen. So I don't get redundant. Are you going to come on my YouTube channel eventually? Um, maybe you're going to have to pay my fee and you have to talk to my manager. I don't know if you can afford me. All right. Okay. Uh, my manager is Boone P okay. and he's a chihuahua. He's just turned five today. Side so note, shout, shout out, out to, to Boone P. P. Yeah. It's his birthday. Jinx, buy me a Coke. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we wanted to have Dr. Dennis back to get even more detail into different subjects. And also I've been listening to so much Howard Stern lately. I've, you know, I've listened to him on and off for forever. And I always like how he does segments and bits in his show. And so I had this bright idea that maybe we would go on and I would, you know, people have been beating me up for so long to get baby Botox and I've heard from so many different skin experts. I'm like, okay, now's the time. My forehead is literally falling down to my knees. And so lo and behold, we did it. We filmed the whole process. We recorded it. Um, and it's in this episode. So I'm going to put the footage up on my Instagram story of him getting it. And I want to say that I'm really proud of Michael for taking one for the team here. I feel like a lot of men would shy away from getting Botox because they think it's girly. And I think it's pretty ballsy. You have some big balls to get Botox on this podcast. You would know, Lauren. You would know. Yeah. No, so, um, yeah, no, I'm happy to be the guinea pig. And also, you know, side note, Dr. Dennis is just an awesome person. Really rad. I'm obsessed. Dr. D, if you're listening, you're a solid person. Dr. D. Love hanging with you. Wouldn't trust anyone else with my saggy forehead. Thanks for cleaning it up and making it look good. With that, let's introduce Dr. Dennis. Dr. Dennis Gross is a board certified dermatologist and a dermologic surgeon. He's the founder of Dr. Dennis Gross Dermatology, a specialized dermatology practice on Fifth Avenue across from Central Park in Manhattan, NBD. He's nationally recognized and sought after for his experience in skin cancer research and keeping skin healthy, natural looking and radiant by utilizing state-of-the-art cosmetic treatments and technology. His philosophy is my favorite. It's to prevent, correct, and protect patient's skin by creating a personalized treatment plan specifically for each individual patient's needs and desires. And Dr. Dennis is also the founder of the award-winning skincare line and one of my favorites, Dr. Dennis Gross Skincare. I'm personally the biggest Dr. Dennis fan. Like I said, I get Getty even talking about him. I use his products all the time. So does Michael. I'm obsessed with his peel pads. Anyway, meet my celebrity crush, my spirit animal, the only guy I'd leave Michael for. I mean, can you imagine our dinner conversations about SPF? Dr. Dennis Gross. All right, let's talk about vitamins for a hot second. The thing for me is that vitamins are sort of like deodorant, you know? It's hard to find the one you love, one that I can, you know, blab around town about. You know, I'll blab my mouth around town the second I find a winner in the deodorant department too, guys. It's so hard to find a star. Anyways, vitamins are like this too. I feel like you have to kiss a gazillion frogs before you find a prince. Uh, It's just, it's hard with vitamins, you know? Anyway, into ritual. I've tested tons of vitamins, okay? There are a select few that I love and that are very TSC masterless approved. But here's why I like this specific brand, Ritual. It's all in one place, okay? So think vitamin K2, D3, I need D, we know this, B12, omega-3, 
iron, vitamin E, folate, and magnesium. And magnesium really keeps things moving and fights bloat. So this means you don't have to carry around a million bottles. I'm busy. You're busy. I'm always traveling. I'm running around in chaos 80% of the time. So having everything streamlined in one pill is just a real lifesaver for me. And if you're wondering, because this is really important, it doesn't have that fishy taste. It's more of like a minty blast of goodness. They actually put something in the cap that has this peppermint oil in it, and it just makes the vitamins taste good. You should also know that Ritual is vegan, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. It's made in the USA without synthetic fillers or colorants. I did a post on this on The Skinny Confidential, and so many women commented on the post and said that they absolutely loved Ritual and they were having amazing results. Anyways, I'm doing it for the long term. It's next to my toothbrush, next to my toothpaste, so I grab it first thing in the morning. I'll keep you guys updated along the way. So what you can expect is Ritual is subscription-based. It's $30 a month and delivered straight to your door. We want to get as much as we can delivered to our door, okay? So if you're ready to invest in your health, do what I did and go to ritual.com slash skinny. Consider it your lifelong health 401k. Why put anything but clean ingredients backed by real science in your body? Go to ritual.com slash skinny and get your vitamins to put by your toothbrush. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. You're in life mm-hmm. and, you know, everyone's on it taking a shot for Instagram or Facebook and they're just seeing themselves in different lighting. Yes, you're so right. And that is flipping people out. It fucks with you. Totally. And I think that there's, um, and this is really an emotional thing. You know, people are, um, they're scared, they're confused, they, they don't want to look old and there, it just sets them off. It's, it's, it's a lot of anxiety. We got to talk about this, you guys, on the podcast. It's recording. Oh. I already just jumped it right well, in. Okay. Th- there we go. <laughs> so, well, yeah, the thinning skin is crazy okay. important. Okay. Well, just really quick. Sure. I, I, you should leave that clip, I think. I'm going to leave it all in. Leave I think we just in. riff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Leave it all in. Reintroduce yourself. Hi. Okay. Dennis Gross, dermatologist from New York City. Um, born and bred, did my research and my um, skin cancer research and dermatology training at NYU Medical Center. I'm here on uh, Fifth Avenue and 71st in Manhattan. And um, I love to teach. I love to see people. And I think that um, podcasts like these are just the way to go because learning can really help you look younger. And your products are insane. Thank you. Guys, I've been using his products all the time, the peel pads, my best friend. Michael is now a huge fan. I've been using your products ever since we did the interview. And I've, the reason I was on my phone right now, I'm looking back. We did that on December 5th, 2017. So okay. that's not too long ago. I but think it's, he wants you to tell him that he's glowing. He is Dr. Dennis, I, I swear, the moment please you, tell me I'm glowing. I'm going to tell you the honest truth, okay? This is no bull. The minute you walked in the room, right, I saw, you know, I saw a difference. I totally see a difference. I mean, really good. You look like you're just relaxed, younger, smoother. Maybe you are more relaxed, but you told me you're also a little bit stressed. His, your wife told me. Well, that. that's a pretty normal occasion for me. Right. But you know, no, I was saying I, every day I used the, it's the collagen with right. the brightening and firm serum. Yeah, you stole right. mine. And then I use the eye cream, the bright eye, because last time we spoke, you said I need vitamin C. So I've been doing that. I feel like just those things alone are not I'm, I'm having a real moment with the Alpha Beta cream. Okay. Is that a moisturizer? Yeah, it is. That's the one I really like right now. Right. Brand new concept. The key thing there is, you know, listen, there's a lot of new research. And even though you think everything is the same, it's not because we're learning new things every day. And that's what I do. I research and create skin care products. What's key to people to know about that has alpha and beta hydroxy acids in it. 
And people hear the word acid and they like freak out a little bit and they're worried it's going to dry them out, make them flaky. It's abs- the skin is naturally acidic. It has a pH of 5.5. If you give your skin the right environment by putting a little acid into your uh, cleanser, into your moisturizer, that's what balances your skin, right? That's what your skin wants. It, it's like a nutrient. It's how it sets up to look its best. It, it regenerates best, heals itself, builds more collagen, pores look better. So that's the concept to that product. It's a breakthrough there with just a little acid every day. It's exfoliation and collagen building. I hope you're still taking notes. Well, I was listening to you guys talk earlier, and you said if you have a little bit more oily skin, you should yeah. not use a moisturizer. So I'm no. wondering if I should. No, no, no. Wait, no, 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 no. Is that wrong? You yeah. should. You, yeah, that's a myth. That's Here's a myth. One He's the key. Uh, okay. Right, because people, you know, well, first of all, look, let's talk about balance. What is balance? Balance is when your skin is happy. Like when you do a workout, the ideal thing you know is going to happen is you feel tired, you, you really exhausted your body, and then you, like, you can't wait to sit down and lie down, and the next day you wake up and you feel good and you're ready to go out again. That's because that workout was balanced. You, you, if you overdo it and you feel sore, you can't stand up straight, you overdid it, you're out of balance, you're not going to work out that day, or the next day you're just going to feel like you can't, and, and it's not going to work as well. The skin's the same way, right? You want to just feed it and treat it so that it stays in balance. So moisturizing is a really important thing. And so people with oily skin still need their skin in balance, but you want to keep your skin hydrated with oil-free moisturizer, right? So adding, adding oil to oily skin, that's not good. But the myth is you should still moisturize. That's the key thing. You were talking a little bit about social media when Michael was yeah. setting everything up. Can you talk a little bit about how you've seen a shift with your patients with yeah. social media? Yeah. People are photographing themselves and seeing images of themselves more than ever before, right? When I grew up, right, the only time you saw yourself was when you looked in the mirror, you passed a mirror, you saw yourself in a reflection of some store. Now, my patients are coming in and they're seeing themselves on posts from other people's Facebook page or Instagrams, and people are doing selfies. They're in different, they're, in the, they're, in, uh, they're out at night, they're taking shots with, in the dark, or taking shots with flash, or they're taking shots outside. Social media is just another way to make yourself more visible. And so the inspection that's going on with people's skin is increased. So you're seeing your skin with more, more lines and wrinkles. Get that wrong angle. Your, your dark circles look worse. Your upper lip wrinkles look worse. Your hyperpigmentation mustache is shining out. Correct. All that stuff. So when you see yourself more often and, you're, and, you, and you really can like go like this with your pinch the, pinch the screen and enlarge it, you're zooming oh, in on you're, the, yeah. Zooming in is like a built-in like magnifying mirror. Like, you know, We're going seven. down a tunnel. Yeah, exactly. It's a tunnel when right. you start zooming in. So now everyone comes in and they're just, they want to know, what am I going to do? Why am I getting this? How do I fix it? They're, and, the question, and, they're, and they also want a reality check. They want to know, am I, is this real? You know, or is it just bad lighting? That's a huge question. And the, the bottom line is, Bad lighting, unfortunately, just shows the flaws that you otherwise won't see. It's not like it's not there, right? <sighs> so, but the, so people who are younger and younger are getting involved in taking care of their skin, and that is a good thing. This generation now, I think, out there can look young forever because their technology, the, the, the concepts that we know you need to exercise when you're younger in terms of starting devices or starting ingredients or doing little treatments or doing baby Botox, all that stuff, all good. So preventative beauty is key. Correct. And we don't want to be reactive. Right. So what do you say to the generation that's maybe 50 or 60 that wasn't preventative like us? Yeah. Well, those guys do like 
heavier lifting stuff. You know, they do deep wrinkle, deep uh, laser, they do deeper peels, and they know, they know, they were, they were like, they sun, fucked up. Sun, yeah, sun bunnies, you know, they burnt the copper tone generation where they wore SPF 2. Oh. And got super brown. SPF two. Yeah, I that, would in never. It, it's kind And they spray the oil all over them. You know. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You know. But these guys, your people listening to this right now, the, they have the power to know, like, hey, you know what? Maybe your skin's thinning out. You don't know it. That you got to get on it because that is the root of all evil. You thinning know? skin. What's the best tip? Think. Well, first thing is to uh, to catch it early and to know it's happening. Okay. That that's number one. So when, you're, when, when you see a line or a wrinkle like in a, in a bad photo, well, what you want to do is you want to listen to that and, and take action, right? So the question is like, when are, you, is it too, are you too young to start when you're 22, 23? Hell no. That is, in fact, the time to do it. It's like saying, when's a good time to start eating right? You know, it's, it's, it's as soon as possible yesterday. I'm going to bring my newborn to you. Okay. And don't yeah. mean to brag, but I got Botox at 21 and everyone made fun of me. And so I, I think my lucky start, I wish I got it at 18. You yeah. know, it's interesting because I, I mean, I think it's just having conversations like this and hearing them because it, before we spoke a lot and now it's easier for me to do these things because I've had this information, but I just never looked. I was like, oh, okay, like this is normal. There's nothing to do about it. It's right. aging. Right. Just whatever. And now, now I'm kind of a freak about it and I have to do something, but also as a man, I feel good doing it. Like I like my, when I have stuff on my face, it's part of like, you know, I wake it's up and it wakes me up more. Yeah. Right. How I, can, how can a, a wife or a girlfriend help educate their husband or boyfriend? Yeah. First, uh, partner with them and make them feel like, um, you're doing it together and it's okay. Women grew up with reading beauty magazines and, and Vogue magazine, Allure magazine, you name it, Claremont, you know, they were all out there. Men didn't read that. No. Okay. So they, women, since they were, and mothers were wearing makeup and mothers were using their Pond's cold cream and that they were, you know, teaching their daughters, but you don't really hear mothers teaching their sons or fathers teaching their sons. So I women- wasn't once, I never was told once. Right. Well, so, but your wife is going to do that. And mm-hmm. that's what, but that's what happens. Partners- teach the other so it's just helping them um feel like it's okay that looking good is the right idea you feel better when you do and you're just teaching them to do to 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 break that that mold i like a hair of manipulation too so standing in front of the mirror and saying oh this vitamin c serum feels so good my skin has never been tighter and then looking over at Michael. I don't think you were that subtle about it. I think you <laughs> looked over and said, whoa, you look like shit. You need to do something no. about this. <laughs> don't don't pretend you were subtle. No, but I think also she introduced me one or two things to start. It yeah. wasn't like five things. Right. I think people overwhelm other people that, that don't know. Like if you gave me every single one of these products and said, this is your this is how you start, I would right. now, I'm like, okay, I could use that and that. I didn't start you off on a Korean 10 step. Right, no. right. And that's, a, and, and I got to tell you, I formulate products that way. First of all, I, pro, I formulate for men. I know men don't want something too complicated. Mm-hmm. They also don't want to feel any residue. You know, women don't mind having like heavier moisturizers on. They don't, they know what makeup feels like. Men don't like that stuff. So, the stuff you like, no, no, it's light, light, right? Mm-hmm. And by the way, women like that because now they can layer makeup over that, right? And that's a key thing in formulating products is you got to make everything work in in a system so that you can just add one. You get, the way you layer is you add the lightest thing first, right? So something that's a gel or a liquid based. Then you put on a light lotion. Then you put on a heavier cream. 
Then you put on your makeup. When is your oil in this? Because I'm having a fight with my sister about this. Yeah. Where does the oil go in there if you put oil on your skin? Last. Last? She's right. I'll tell you why. Damn Think it. Here's why. It's simple. If you put it on first, it's going to block anything lighter getting through it. Oh, what, Mimi, you're right. Makes sense. Yeah, it right? does make sense. Right. So Mimi's going to cut that clip and just yeah. play it over yeah. and over. Right. So that's why you have to, uh, you have to use stuff and... When you do, you know, you will see a huge difference. And I, can't, I cannot emphasize enough how super, super important prompt treatment, prevention and prompt intervention is. When you start to see a line or a wrinkle, you know, when you start to see a little bit of looseness in skin, that's all about collagen, right? It's all about how your skin has lost those fibers that makes the skin firm, that, that gives it thickness. And, you, you know, that starts to happen in your early 20s. You may not see it but it's actually inside your skin. And then boom, one day I, my motto is every wrinkle has a birthday. <laughs> you know? So, and oh that's, my God, that's my new motto. And that's too. when pe so people come in because they, they, you know, they want to get it fixed. And that really is why, and that, and so that collagen story is what's really going on when you start to get thinning skin. Okay. Right? And so thinning skin is what I'm, my whole new campaign is teaching about that. So let's get really niche with you right now. I have a secret Facebook group and it's a bunch of women. There's 35,000 women in there and I'm constantly watching and reading and observing about, um, you know, just issues that they have with their skin and acne is a big one. Right. You said it's happening more than ever. I want to know why. Yeah. And then I want to know what you would do if someone came to see you with severe acne. Right. Okay. There, why? That's exactly the right question because it's for real. There are more people with complexion problems than ever before. My practice is a, is a representation of society. And there's, there's, maybe there's more stress, right? Maybe there, there are more people coming off birth control pills. There's more and more hormones. You gotta know which type of acne you're talking about. There's hormonal acne, there's T-zone acne, adult acne. But I think the new player that's really causing this issue is something I call product acne. There are ingredients that are in products that are known to cause acne. Mm. And what's an example? There are words that you may, well, oil is a big one, right? Mm. So, so people know, they should know that if they have acne or they, they're afraid of getting acne, use an oil-free product and they're just as good now. But there's ingredients that are like so complicated and technical they're like mirror state. You'd never know that, right? Mm -hmm. So actually what I did, I just actually from my website, on my blog, I created a video. And so I'm t it's called the acne epidemic and how to tell what's causing your acne. I actually created a list of, of ingredients that are scientifically known, medically known to cause acne. And what I'm telling people to do is you just go to that list and you got to look on your label. And if one of those ingredients is in the top 10 ingredients of your, of your product, you can't use that product if you have acne. And if you're concerned, buy another one, right? So because there, and it's, it's just got a little, little detective work. It takes two minutes to learn about it. But there are a lot of ingredients to do this. And this is not just opinion. This is medical fact. So the answer to your question is, there's probably two dozen ingredients that a person who is prone to acne should really know about and, and just be a, a smarter consumer. Yeah, because if you don't know, you could just be, you're doing all these other things and you're, while you're prolonging the right. problem. And I am convinced now people are buying more products, using more products. Um, people are more concerned than ever to look good, and I think it's backfiring. You know, their products contain ingredients that are actually causing breakouts and acne. That's the big one. So and makeup too. Sometimes, absolutely. 
Okay. So you got to check your ingredients. It's, it's, it, it's not as hard as it seems, right? The list I'm talking about just puts them in alphabetical order. Just look through them one by one and just check it off. If it's there, pass if, and, and, and wonder about it. And I can tell you that when I talk about this acne epidemic on that video, I teach people in my practice to like read their label and I can't, I'm 50% of the time, people come into my office, I want them to bring everything they're using. They put it on this counter and we look at the label, right? And we say, good, no good, good, no good. And we go through the entire, just by switching up your products and having that education and learning, eliminating the culprit, the cause, it makes a big difference. And I think that's what's going on. That's product acne. That's so interesting because you're right. With social media, we're trying everything and anything. And if the bottle's cute, we want it on our vanity. So that makes a lot of sense. So if someone's out there, they're listening and they're, they're going to look through their products. Is there anything else they can do? Is there foods they can eat? Yeah. Um, is, is there like a way that they should maybe add a peel pad? Like what, yeah. what do you recommend? Right. So first of all, this is, this is the key thing to know. It doesn't matter whether you're talking about hormonal acne, you're talking about T-zone acne. The bottom line is a blocked pore that causes acne, right? And a pore is nothing more than like a little opening from deeper parts of the skin that's to, that release oil, right? If that gets blocked, then, or if another ingredient comes in and blocks it up for you, that's going to cause your breakout. So what do you do to make a pore unblocked or prevent it from blocking? Things like exfoliation, alpha-beta peel. That product itself and peels its two steps that's key to helping people is a great way to normalize oil chemistry that means that people who have breakouts the problem is is that their own oils are a little too heavy for their own good so instead of flowing like water it's a little heavy a little thick like honey so you got to like normalize that you can help the skin start to make a thinner type of oil and this happens in people, by the way, who even who don't have oily skin. Even dry skin people can have blockages. So you got to start to normalize it. So things to do: exfoliate. I love alpha and beta hydroxy uh, ingredients in the cleansers, right? That new product you talked about. That's a great way to exfoliate. The other thing you want to start to do is you start to use ingredients that we know actually start to work on that pore to either prevent the oil from being made or from preventing that oil from getting stuck in that pore. So salicylic acids, great ingredient. Retinol, great ingredient, okay? And you want to then maybe need a prescription of some sort. But a lots of times you don't. If you just know if, what products not to use and what products to use, check that list, and maybe start to use certain um, products that we know have ingredients that work, you can look so much better. Because the number one thing people don't know is that the, the number one treatment for acne is prevention of it in the first place. Mm. When the pimple you see now it actually started a week or two ago when it was invisible. So that using the right ingredients today will help prevent treat, per, your acne later. Mm. Okay? You want to solve it before it happens. I, exactly. I'm going to throw you a curveball here, and, and this is another thing I've seen in the group. Butt knee. Yeah. Girls are getting acne on their butt, Michael. Relax. <laughs> I'm not part of the group, so. <laughs> a lot of girls have acne on their butt. Yeah. So, am I, like, should we whip out peel pads and start, like, peel padding our ass? Why not? Okay. No, number one, right? That's, that's a great idea. Starting yeah. a new movement once again. <laughs> yeah, she goes again. Yeah. I, I can't help it. <laughs> Trailblazer. <laughs> um, okay, but let me tell you, I see that in my practice, okay? So, who, who are those ladies, right? Who are those guys? Spinning, huge issue, right? There's this, there's this, we're really getting 
deep here. I love this. That's stuff. okay. I love to get deep. Okay, let's go deep. Let's go for it. I would have never thought that spinning, but here we go. <laughs> let's. Talk. Okay, there's this thing. Just another just reason I'm not going to start spinning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's this thing called mechanical acne. When you are sitting on your butt, right, you are actually blocking your pores, right? It can't release the, the oil, so they get backed up. Okay. Right? So when you sit on a hard seat, that's a big issue. Add sweat to that, right? Whenever there's more sweat, there's more oil. Trust me. There are two different types of glands, but they go together. Okay. So, but acne is from sitting, sweating, and blocking your pores at the same time. So, I, I think that you should be like, um, I, I really recommend getting like a natural sponge, putting on like a really good cleanser on that sponge, and spend 30 seconds in the shower cleaning that area, right? Disinfecting it. It's a really good idea. And then, and then if every, like I said, the cause of all forms of acne is a block pore, even on your butt. So the same ingredients that work on your face, that work on your back, that work on your chest, are going to work on your butt. Michael, are you using a sponge? Yep, and I am not sitting for too long, and now I'll be sitting even less. I'm going to inspect your ass tonight. Oh, great. Can't, can't wait. I'm going to get my magnifying glass out. Yep, I'm sure you'll do a full detailed report. <laughs> Okay, so acne, look at our products. Yeah. Don't maybe don't spin. I'm not a big I'm not the biggest spinner in the world. Yeah. And maybe prescription. Maybe prescription. But but first and foremost, like just take care of the area and know what's wh- why you're you're at risk for that. Okay. You know, you can do a lot of stuff. So that's and and the worst thing by by for example, working out with a moisturizer on. Lots of people put on a moisturizer before they go to sleep right? They love that. You work out with that moisturizer still on your body, still on your face. Is it blocking? It's blocking. Exactly. Because now you're trying to sweat and you're just trying to make secrete oil and you still have that coat of moisturizer. I do that. I have to not do that. You got to not do that. So I got to wake up and wash my face Correct. with nothing on it? With nothing on it. Here's the problem though, Dr. Dennis. What if I'm outside being good with my sunscreen on? Yeah. What okay. do I do? So when you're out, you're saying if you're working out if outside, I'm working out if outside, then you got to wear a sunscreen. Try to get an oil-free one on. That's okay, fine. and a hat. Yeah, but no moisturizer. Definitely no moisturizer when you work out. Okay, but just that. That is, huh. a, that's a myth. You can't do that. Not, okay. So moisturizing all the time, not true. The exception is working out. Okay. Your skin needs to breathe. Since we're talking about things that aren't true, let's talk about MythBusters. Sure. I know you have a list for us, I and do. I want I want to go in depth. Okay. Well, listen. Here's some stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, so I'm just going to be outside for a few minutes. I don't need sunscreen. That's a myth, right? I'll tell you why. So if you're, if like you or I go outside now for like 10 minutes, right? We're going just to get into our car, going down the street, blah, 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 coming back in. Then an hour later, we go back out again and we just, and we don't have a sunscreen on every time we go outside. I did the math, right? If you are just, if you don't wear sunscreen for those little 10 minute episodes, right? And you do that a couple times a day. By the end of a 365-day year, that would be the equivalent of having sat in the sun on a beach for three straight days. <gasps> when you to, you to, I think you told me that once before. I, I, I always try to like repeat it, but I can't. So now I'm going to remember it. It's so important. You, so the point is, you don't need. To, you should be wearing a sunscreen, even if you're not actually actively sunbathing. And I'm telling you guys, this is how you're going to look younger in years to come. Right? What body sunscreen should we use on our hands and our chest? Yeah. A good one with an SPF of 30 or higher. Can we use the one that you have uh, that you use for the face on the body too? Yeah, of course you can. Vice versa, though, not true, right? 
body sunscreens can be a little bit too heavy. Okay. And for can the block face. for the face and can block pores. So 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 sun exposure, you shouldn't you should definitely uh, be careful. I have no. driving gloves. Right. That's and that's another really important thing. Here's what I'm seeing in my office. Okay, I don't know if this how, how this uh, factors into a myth. I'm seeing more lines and wrinkles on one side of the face on people. <sighs> driving driving, driving side. side. The window on the driving side. No question. You got to you got to know that even if you think you're not, you're just driving and things are fine. I'm, it, it, people in their 40s, you come in, you can literally see more crow's feet and more sagging. And even larger pores is a part of aging because you lose collagen, the skin thins out, boom, the pore looks bigger. And so the driver's side exposure is really important. Right? I have I to send you I that. I like the right side of my face better. That picture, there's a picture that's went around the internet of a truck driver, like an 18-wheel truck driver, yeah. drove all over the country, and the yeah. side of his face compared to the other. Right. It's crazy. i gotta, I got to remind me to send it to you. Important. Sunglasses, you know, I don't, again, just pearls and tips and myths and stuff. A big issue is sunglasses should really cover your eyes well, and what happens is like the nicest, chicest sunglasses still allow sun through the top, right? That's not a big deal that the sun gets to the top of, the gla- uh, of your eyeglasses, your sunglasses. But what happens is that there's a little bit of glare that forms like right between your eye and the, gla- and the, and the, the, the lens itself. You start squinting behind your sunglasses because there's more sun getting through the tops of your sunglasses. That chronic squinting is, is essentially wear and tear. Wear, because when you squint, you start to compress the muscle there. The skin starts to thin out a little bit more. And you start to see lines and wrinkles. So sunglasses shouldn't. If you if you're noticing that you're like like this behind your sunglasses, definitely think about getting sunglasses. Mo- sunglasses that wrap up a little bit more. So they're great, but you have to really make them better. Let me see yours. Let's see here. Those are damn good. Okay, here's the next product line for you guys: orange sunglasses that actually cover the top. I would wear them everywhere. That's basically covering my whole face. Like yeah. make a thing. Yeah, I, I, can I wear love them. big sunglasses. Are those in now? Like, what's, what's what, what the three blind mice look is in right now? Those really thin ones. Not that for you me. Would I hate. look like a freak wearing those. But I'm still wearing my big sunglasses because I'm a sun nut. These yeah. ones because I got a small head. So this one. But Mimi, your sister, always tells me she can't stand them because they cover my eye, my eyebrows and stuff. But I see Mimi. Dr. Dennis said they're good. <laughs> that is, I'm telling you, yep. those are brilliant. That's that's the way to go. Those yep. little little guys, I don't know. They're just gonna, you know, they may look good now, but man, you're gonna kick yourself later. So that's a that's really, you know, small sunglasses are not as good as big sunglasses. That's yeah, hip, all the hipsters, get rid of those hipster yeah. glasses. <laughs> Here's another issue. I can tell you that people sleeping on one side of the face, you start to see more lines and wrinkles there too. Silk pillowcase? Silk pillowcase, good, satin pillowcase, good. Try to sleep on your back, you know? It's possible. Do you guys sleep on your backs? or how do you I, I, I'm a medley. I'm Let me tr- ask I'm you this. I wear an eye mask, but it's one of those ones that has like fly eyes so that they don't touch my eyes because uh-huh. I, I always think that's weird with the, when you're trying to... What about those? I think those are good. I'll tell you why. I like because those. the reason that... The, the way it works is that when you're pressing your skin against a pillow, right? Because you're sleeping on one side of your face... You are inevitably doing two things. You're scrunching up the skin, right? And so when you bunch up the skin, that causes lines and wrinkles where you bunch it up. It's the same exact reason when your shoes get a a crease across them when you you start to wear them, right? Out of the box, there's nothing. As soon as you start to wear them, they have a... drives me nuts. Right? But that's that's a fact of life. It's a biological material, right? Skin is, and so is leather. So 
that scrunching up causes it. And the other thing is, back to the pressure concept, by putting pressure on your pillow on a regular basis, on one side of your face every single day, you lose bone. Bone starts to diminish. So you start to see people, and this is way, well, I mean, I know your, your audience may be a little younger. No, 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 I'm obsessed with this. Tell me every secret. Okay, okay. The deal is, is that you can start to lose bone from, from too much pr chronic pressure, too much constant pressure on one side of your face versus another. Okay, so when Michael is sleeping on one side tonight, I'm going to wake him up <laughs> yeah. so dramatically and be like, get on your back. I'm sure all the listeners are going to sleep like babies tonight, <laughs> especially those side sleepers. You know, I'm going to be sleeping on my back all the time. If you can, it's Here's hard. the thing. You sleep a huge part of your life. Yep. And so when I tell people I have a silk pillowcase, they're like, that's a little extra. It's not extra. You're sleeping so much of your life, right? right? So if sleeping on the back is better. We got to do what we got to do. Right. I think that's true. I really do. So I think um, that's another great thing to think about. How about this, you know, shaving against the grain, right? Like, you know, that's how people always do it. Men do that. Women shaving their legs and yada, yada. That that's hurts. A, it, that's a myth, right? Really? I'll tell you why. It's, it's a 50% it's a, it's a myth because only 50% of hairs go in one direction. Huh. The grain quote unquote, is for half the hair. So when you like you, you start to move against the grain with your razor, right? Great, you get them. But if you look closely under like high power magnification, not all hairs just go in one direction. Like they start to go left and right and then and, and up and down. So you got to always shave a few times against the grain, but then forget about that rule. The better way to shave is then just go left, right, right, left, up, down, down, up, diagonal, back and forth. Go in all different directions because that's going to give you a lot of a more cleaner shave. And the problem with that is you start to see like ingrown hairs because you're pressing too hard on a razor, right? Wow. So when you, when you fail to really go and get all those hairs, you know, you start to feel, and you start to feel more hairs because you're going against the grain, going against the grain, you still feel more and more. What are you going to do? You're going to press harder, right? It's natural human nature just to go grind against it. That's what's causing ingrown hairs. So if you realize that your hairs grow in different directions and, and half, the, half of it go in one direction, which is the, the grain, the other half isn't, right? So it's going to allow you to be more gentle in your shaving. I'll tell you a secret, Lauren. I bet you didn't know this. Maybe everyone in this room does it. I refuse to pet dogs against the grain. <laughs> what? My whole life. I, just, I will only, if I see a dog and I pet it, I, and I see someone petting up, I'm like, that might hurt his hair, so I only go down the hair. What a kind man. Definitely. My husband only <laughs> pets dogs one way because he doesn't want to hurt their hair. Because it looks Thanks like... Thanks for that tidbit. You wouldn't, it looks like need, it would rip their hair out. I don't out, need you know? your whole life story. You go down, you get a smooth, you get a smooth pet. You know? Like, See? She does the same. Humanitarian that he is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the, the dog it's whisperer. A, it's a smooth pet. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know that. <laughs> Anyways, it's a side thing. So pet the dog down. So those are some of the myths I, I was thinking about. That grain thing drives me nuts because I can't tell you. I, I see so many people with ingrown hairs like in their groins and, and then, they get, then they get infected, you know, Ooh. and then they start to work out. You know, everyone works out and then they, and they heat and humidity and the buildup on top of that. And then maybe they just like moisturize. I mean, it's just like the, the, the perfect storm. So you can prevent a lot of this stuff just by knowing some simple rules of thumb like that. And what about, we talked a little bit earlier, but I really want to go in depth here. 
I have heard that people are taking fat out of their ass yeah. and putting it in their lips. Mm -hmm. Right. People are taking fat out of their ass and putting it everywhere. Right. That's just a you, fats. Fats is just a, is something you can use as a filler. Can, right? could, could I go get my boobs redone and ask for fat in my boobs or is that not a thing? That's not done yet. Right. And it probably now that you mention it, someone's going to think to start to do it. And you'll see How is ad. that not done yet? Well, here's the thing. Okay. Look, uh, first of all, Let's talk about fat injections, okay? And then we'll talk about the boobs. Um, fat is something that last, is, is a permanent filler, right? Restylane, you know, hyaluronic acid or all these other things are temporary. Silicone is not temporary, but never do silicone, folks. Don't go there. And it's I have silicone implants right now just to take a side note, and I have to get them redone in a month. She got them when she was 19. When I was 19. Yeah. And I'm going to get... I mean, wait, I'm going to get silicone. Wait, I have saline and I'm going to get silicone. Okay, Is that but, right? That's a medical device though. You see, that's been food and drug administration tested. That's not what I'm talking about. Got it. Sorry. Oh, no, 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 okay. no. That's that. No, I'm talking about silicone in a bottle that take, you put in a needle and you shoot it into someone's skin that's Got being it. done out there. It's illegal and it, it's completely unpredictable and it leads to lumps and then you're stuck with it forever. You can't okay. get it out. You can't unless you surgically remove it with stitches. Which is what Lisa Renna got done. She wrote about it in her book. I just read her book and she yeah. says, do not do that. Yeah. So now back to fat, right? The thing with fat is injecting fat is, and I do a lot of fillers, right? I don't do fat because it's unpredictable, right? You, when you put a filler in, you can put it in a certain depth, certain place, certain amount. Technique is perfect. You get <clears throat> what you get is is what the, the person leaves, that what they're going to look like in a month or in two months, down the road is exactly how they look when you leave. Fat is unpredictable. It moves around and it causes lumps. And then people are stuck in this vicious cycle, either needing more fat or needing fillers to try to get it to look even. Ooh. Right? And so let's say you get your cheeks done. And that's a huge thing. You can now, now, you're, now you have one cheek higher than another. Okay, so now what are you going to do? You can't take it out of the cheek that's too high. Now you're forced to put it into the cheek that's too low, and you get two cheeks that are too big, right? So this is that slippery slope that people end up getting on with when they do fat. So I personally think that, look, you always stick to the, stick to the stuff that we know is safe and, and improved, and temporary stuff is good because, you know, if you don't like it, it wears away. If you don't like it as an enzyme, you can get rid of it. Fats are unpredictable, you know. Okay. And 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 so back. But your point about the lip, I think, is really the most important thing because the lip is a closed space, right? And it's really. It, it's, I do a lot of lips, and it's the number one thing where I think involves most artistry as a, as a doctor um, to get it right. If you start to inject fat, you can't predict that it's going to turn out fine and then people are really stuck with lips they don't like and it's tragic you know um i can't tell i have i have a patient who it's so sad i mean she literally says i just wish my, I, i'm waiting she's hoping it goes down the doctor keeps telling her it's going to get better and better i know it's not but you know she said to me and i didn't burst her, her bubble by telling her it's not going to be the case but she said i just can't wait for two years to pass till my lips look better i just wish i wish i could just go to sleep for two years and wake up you're He's saying it's never going to change. Never, wishing Wait, why can't you get like lipo? And your, is there anything you can do or no? No, because, you know, it's, think about it, sticking something in your lip to try to suck out fat. It's mixed in with your regular tissue. It's, it's just, it's in there. You can't. So you you're can't. stuck with it. You are stuck with it. Oh my God. What is, what is a, something that you see a lot of people coming to you that needs to be fixed? 
a lot of, I see a lot of bad Botox. I see a lot of bad filler, you know, um, that's it. Now, what is ba- bad Botox? Bad Botox droops, mm-hmm. um, un- asymmetry. One half of the face does not look like the other, right? So one brows up, the other brows down, um, or they're just, um, you know, one eye is bigger than another, you know, that's a huge thing. So lots of times you can fix bad Botox if, it, if, the, if the fix involves giving more Botox. You can't fix bad Botox by taking it out. Got it. You just got to wait for it. So I fix a lot of that. Fillers, the most important thing in beauty, number one rule, right, is you want the left side and the right side of the face to look perfectly equal. That's, that's symmetry. That's, that's beauty, right? I mean, you have great symmetry. I'm going to tell the truth. Your cheekbones are even. Your eyes are even. If you took a mirror and put it right down the middle of your face and you took a shot of your left and you put it over your right, they would overlap. That's that, going to be my new compliment. So you have great symmetry. <laughs> <laughs> write but, that but, down. But, that's, but that was like the classic Cleopatra thing. If you looked at her, you know, back in the day, um, the, the, the symmetry was the key and it still is. All models are perfectly symmetrical, Right. He's pretty symmetrical too, dude. No, don't. T- just give it to me. Just I give me a, the compliment. I got one. No, he's on good. my he's gravestone, good. it's going to say, she had good symmetry. <laughs> what is not symmetrical? Where's like, do you know what? I broke my nose a long time ago. That's because, and I, they like, they never fixed it properly. I don't yeah. think they just did that whole thing where they put the cast and smashed it back he's, together. He's changing his mind about you and he's just looking at me now. Uh, he's like, eh, yeah, you're good. You're, you're good. You're both good, honestly. But symmetry can be fixed. That's the thing. Don't sit. I hope someone's out there looking in the mirror right now, hearing this podcast and saying, run into the mirror. Oh my God, I'm asymmetrical. Don't worry. You can fix that. That is the beauty of filler, right? You can give a cheek, you can make a cheekbone higher and, and get it equal. You can, you can give a person a more rounded chin, right? So, but there's, just, there's a difference between restoring and, in other words, making a person look like the way they used to look years ago or giving them a new face, right? So some, and, and sometimes when a person is just naturally not symmetrical, you can, you can fix that. You can give them a, quote, new face. You can just, and that's just a tweak, you know? You know what I'm seeing a lot of, and I wanted to talk to you about this, is, um, and I'm seeing a lot of it on, like, Real Housewives and stuff, is, is there's too much filler underneath the eye, yeah. and it's pressing the eye to make it smaller. Yep, big problem. Do you see that everywhere? I do, and I do, that's called tear troughs. I do that. You can fill. But the key thing is, yes, the answer is yes, I do, right? And it's not just injected under the eye, it's injected into the cheek so much so that actually it's so puffy in the middle of the face, in the central of the cheek, that when they smile and they talk, it starts to like encroach up into the eye area so the eye looks smaller. And it's really bad when one side's worse than another, you know, so then they start to look a little cockeyed and it's just, it's just unusual, right? But you can inject filler under the eyes in, in the right situation. And this is another thing I do, which is, you know, you got to just pick your people. And sometimes, and a lot of times, you say, no. It's just not good for you. You're not a candidate. This is not going to, this is not, not good, right? So people with puffy eyes, you know, and there's people with, um, with a lot of fluid under their eyes or, or big fat pads, you can help them, but sometimes you can't. And you got to just be honest with them and tell them that's not going to fly. You need a doctor like that, not a Groupon. Yeah. I also am noticing too with filler, and this could just be... I don't know because it's the industry I'm in, but I'm noticing that people 
will fill certain areas and like you said it pushes up and then they'll have to they almost have to fill other areas to even it out that's right what am i trying like, you're saying like, you're vicious that's that's what you call a slippery slope a vicious cycle and that's why you just got to do it right from the start because that's what happens one bad procedure causes you to get another bad procedure you start to chase one it's called chasing your tail right so they had something injected and then they, didn't, they weren't happy. And you got to fix it by, by trying to give more. So it's, this is a common thing, right? So fillers are great, but there's a lot of bad filler. Okay, we're going to change it to Botox because, drum roll please. Yeah. <laughs> Michael has decided. Well, wait, we're going to have a conversation I, before. Yeah. You have decided a lot of things, which is a, happens this a lot in my life. This is making me so excited well, We're going to have a conversation now. Okay. And I thought it'd be, well, actually, this was my idea to do this on air because I, oh, I figured okay. You're gonna I grew up watching Stern, idea. you know, and he would do all this these weird segments. And I thought, mm-hmm. this is not a weird segment, but I thought it'd be interesting to talk. So everyone has been pushing me to, not everyone. I think that the audience is split. Do I do Botox? Do I not do Botox? Right. Lauren is probably in the camp four. Mm. I said, let me talk to somebody who knows what the hell they're talking about. And so let, let's talk. Sure. About you. About yeah, me. Give him the whole thing. Like, pretend like you're okay. consulting him. Okay. So here's Live consulting Okay. Again. So, okay. The examination starts, right now we're sitting six feet apart, mm-hmm. and this is where the examination starts, right? So right now, off the, off the top of my head, I can Do I need look to at sit you. a certain no, way? you're there. You're there. Okay. I'm right. examining you right this second. Okay. 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 So right here, I am seeing that you have lines on your forehead. Yes. Okay. And that is because those lines that you see, there's this, the, the skin is thinning right there, right? You have a certain facial expression, right? Okay. Where you raise your brow, mm-hmm. right? And you talked about this to me before, right? When you're tense, when you're thinking, when you're reading, right? So always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're, you're interrupting my exam. <laughs> I'm a doctor Lauren, here. Lauren, be quiet. This <laughs> is a medical, this is a medical <laughs> examination. Sorry, sorry, okay. Sorry. So you're raising your brow and you're thinning out your skin, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So what Botox will do for you is it's going to soften that vigorous upward movement of your brow so that you can't do it anymore. And you're going to, it's going to allow your skin in those lines that you see to, to relax, act, to relax and actually start to regenerate, Right. Because that constant wear and tear by raising your brow is causing thinning of the skin. I just did this video on my website, right? There's a blog where you can look at how to tell whether or not your skin is thinning. You're an example of forehead thinning, right? And what you want to do is be able to predict what you need. Some people thin out in the crow's feet. Some people thin at the upper lip, right? You can start to see laxity here. It's all about collagen loss. And okay. so for you, a little bit of collagen, a, a little bit of Botox is going to soften. What is baby Botox and Botox? Is the same thing or just administered differently? It's actually lower concentration and administered a little differently. Okay. So you ask, I'm going to tell you more because you guys love details. I love a detail. Okay. So it's not just, baby Botox is not just a little bit less in the syringe, right? For you, it's also about knowing that you have a bit of hooding. Your brows are down a little bit, right? That's natural. This is natural. But too much Botox in your forehead is going to cause your brows to come down. 
We don't right. want that. Right. So, Your eyes would be so now, not only do we need to put in less in the needle, in the syringe, right? But you need to be injected higher up in the forehead, right? Because the closer to the brow you inject, the more likely that brow is going to come down from the Botox, right? Since you don't want that, the whole goal of Botox is to open the eyes. In fact, when you, when you create a program for somebody, the idea is to pick your priorities, open the eyes, and then decide how much Botox you can give someone without compromising that. You know right? what I don't like, though? And I'm not trying to interrupt no. you, but when, they, when the eyes, you know, when someone gets in, their eyes are like, like right. they look like an owl. That's you know? bad Botox. Yeah. That's bad Botox. That's too much Botox, actually. Too much Botox in through here, into, those, into the, the lines, that, uh, the muscles that cause the 11s here. You put in too much here, the brows come flying up, right? So there's, there's that with the brows coming up too high and the brows coming down too much. So for you, a little Botox, baby Botox means not too much in that syringe, but injected in a certain way in an arc. How many units? Favoring up. You know what I, I'm going to tell you? Since... I would just start with like five units. Okay. Is that a lot of units? No, 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 no. No. But what I would do is I'd put it in a large volume. In other words, I'd put it, I'd dilute it so that I could put shots in through the forehead and really spread it around. So all, so ultimately, all I'm doing is five units. But I'm also putting it into a lot, a lot of fluid, right, so that I can spread it around. And that's how you get this really natural look, soften the lines, and especially a person for the first time, sometimes people are super responsive to it. You know, they're really sensitive to it. So you always are better off putting it in, as is my advice, sitting with it for a week. And if you need more, get more, right? Rather than taking a chance. You can't take it back once it's in, but you can always add to it. So wait a week. If you need more, you do more, right? But this is what we'll do. A little bit. Well, it's a good thing because we're gonna. I'm gonna look natural, and nobody will know. And we're gonna do for it. Everybody listening. We're gonna do it on the podcast, you guys. So I'm gonna kind of walk you through it. Um, and you, you'll, you guys will have to take your audio equipment off, but we can. Yeah. Why you were background. you feeling? Lord, my consultation's still going on. Oh, okay, sorry. Why were you feeling <laughs> around my temples when Why? we first met? Yeah, like what does that because, mean? Because because I could do a shot and raise your brow. I can give you a shot. Not your temples. I was, I was really playing with the, the tip of your brow. There's a, there's a thing called a Botox brow lift, right? Where you can actually inject in a certain way and get the brow to come up, right? So I, I got to tell you, it's probably a good idea for me to do that for you too, right? Because it's a safety measure so that if the brow comes down a little bit from the Botox in the forehead, a little Botox right here, right here, gives you a little bit of a lift. I know you're worried about that crazy eye. It doesn't look. give you a crazy eye. It's no, and this is all super, super conservative stuff. I'm not going to be crazy in terms of how much, but it's that gen- a delicate balance you're trying to strike, right? The brow's like a seesaw, right? It can either shoot up or it can it can come down, right? And you got to know, and that's really the art of Botox injections. You got to know how every individual sort of needs to have their own customized treatment plan laid out for them if you start something like this and then you like do you keep do you have to keep coming and doing it right you don't and and people always ask me you know am i going to become addicted to it? it's a myth too by the way it's like you know oh i started botox am i gonna look worse if i don't decide decide not to do it anymore am i gonna look worse my lines gonna get deeper it's not true you know it's not it just you go back to the way you were you know the frankenstein that i am yeah frankenstein's monster but the but thinning skin you gotta just this is this is an example of when should you start, right? 
right? The answer is like, whenever you start to see thinning skin, like if you start to see here, those lines are really thinned out skin, start treatment, you know, and you start to see it right here, use things like vitamin C. If you start talking about the crow's feet and their eye area, vitamin C is great. The, the, you know, LED spectrolite stuff that you develop, that, that there's science there. You should not wait, you know, and that's why it's so important to know, like, is your skin thinning? That's the key, which is which I'm teaching this video because you want to know and then take action because you guys, younger people can really look young, really young for your entire life as long as you intervene early, right? You can always, once something is over the, over the when something starts to look really lined and, and, and saggy, very hard to climb that uphill battle and reverse it. But to prevent it from getting bad in the first place, that's the, that's the real ticket. This is why I, as a wife, want him to do this with you. And I think that I, I think that I told Michael today. I'm like, it's cool that you're doing this on audio because not a lot of men would do something like this. I mean, right. it takes sort of balls yes. to, to show this. Cause it, Are you saying this to make me come? I, Lord, I get what you're doing. I get the manipulation. Which, <laughs> but I yes, listen, this is my idea. We'll try it. We'll um, listen, obviously not. A, I'm not scared of needles here. Um, okay, well, but I don't want to hear one complaint because I had double jaw surgery mm -hmm. and uh, you getting a couple needles, is it's just not Can it. you drink alcohol after this? Yeah. Yeah. Because we're going to go to dinner. And the I only thing a... you can't do is, and you, I feel like you can explain this, is like drop your head, right? right. Well, I, my, I'm pretty strict about this. Yes. You can't lie down for three hours yes. afterwards, and you can't exercise that day. We aren't going to do are, that. Those are the, those are the, and, and, and that's something that anyone listening to this should really know because that is not emphasized, and Botox is about precision injections, right? So if you go and you start to run, right, or jog or bike or do yoga and, you know, up, up, you know, downward dog and all that stuff after you get your shots, it can move a millimeter here and there. It, it's not going to, I'm not going to say it's going to ruin it, but it can help, it can help to just leave it alone by not exercising. A millimeter long, makes a big difference, huh? Totally. Yeah. How long does this stay in there? Uh, mine stays like nine months. Yeah. I think you're probably going to get, I'm going to guess like four months because we're going to do so little, you know, but maybe longer. And you know, again, you got to get to know your, your patients and your clients and see how they respond and then have a conversation on follow-up visits and, and maybe change it. But to start, got to be super careful. And just a quick story. I had a friend that got Botox in his forehead. and he, um You don't know him. Okay. Jen's friend. And he went to Nordstrom's to try on shoes. Well, when you're trying on shoes, you're bending over, tying your shoe and completely got a lazy eye. Really? Yes, from trying on shoes. So it's really important. Oh, okay, great. So don't try on shoes. Yeah, great thing to mention, right? No, before. but he's right. It's important to say that your head needs to be kept up. It's like it's not a joke. Yeah, at least for like three hours, it really is important. Don't lie down. Don't bend down. Don't try to have sex. What about with in me? the shower? <laughs> don't touch it, or I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, I just don't touch it. Just don't just, touch it for the day. Yeah, just don't touch it. It leaves little bumps for a couple yeah. hours, you know, that you can still feel. The bumps really go down in like 20 minutes, but if you, if you, lots of times people play with it and see it. Like, no, 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 I, no, no. They press on it to see, the, to see if the bumps are still there. Or people put a hat on afterwards. Yeah, I wouldn't do that Oof. either. Right. It looks like once in 20 minutes, the shot, uh, after the shot, those bumps are gone. Don't feel around to see if they're underneath your skin. How come some people have the bumps and for like a day? Well, that's because maybe they're a little bruised. That could happen, you know. If you got to know that, um, 
that's really number one is bruising. It's not common, okay, but it I can happen. I've gotten Botox 80 million times. You're going to be fine. You're acting as if you're going to war. Like it's going to be fine. Yeah. Well, it's five units. Yeah. Here we okay. go. <laughs> all yeah. right. Are you guys ready? So we'll take a break and then we'll film it. But I think we can also record it too. I just got to take a break on it. Yeah, I want to do both. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Just close your eyes. It's like a little pinch. What is this in, in comparison to the pain level of like a tattoo? Oh, doctor, you're going to put the, he's gonna, you're going to be on the headset too? Okay. We're ready to fly here. Um, Have you ever done this before? I'm going to get out of your way. I've done that one time before, and that one patient, yeah. No, I'm all kidding. I've done it. No, but I mean, have like you ever done this before? Recorded while oh, doing this? Oh, no, no, no. I, I've been recorded by like patients, friends for their like, like video, but you've never thing. actually been. No, no, not on like a podcast. I'm doing this. Like, yeah, no. Okay. So what are you going to feel? You're going to feel like little pinches, maybe like a, like a little mosquito bite kind of thing, or you'll see. So what if I start crying on camera, like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm not going to. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to look at you, raise your brow super high. Okay. So I'm seeing the thinning all through here. Now turn to me a little bit more. Okay. Now relax your brow. So when like, you start to, you still see the lines even after you've relaxed. Those are the enemy. Okay. We hate the enemy. We hate the enemy. Okay. So turn this way. Raise your brow one more time and come on down. First shot. That's one. You okay? Not I didn't bad. feel that. Yeah. You are no longer a Botox virgin. <gasps> you know what? Um, I didn't feel that. Number two. Number two. You good? Yeah, I didn't feel it, to be honest. Wow. I am such a good wife. I'd, I'd give myself an A, if I'm being honest. Beautiful. See the little bumps he's getting? This is normal. Join the mirror at the end. Raise your brow again. Come on down. I'm just watching where your lines are when you raise. That's where you need it. Okay. Come on up again. Okay. Come on down. So now I like to, I personally love lines by the by the hairline to go away because I hate people showing lines. How you doing there? Uh, I Up honestly there. haven't even felt one thing. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. It's you see it's a little tiny fine needle. Mm -hmm. Super fine. You couldn't get finer than that. Okay. One more time up and down. Now I develop just just a little less tiny shot in between my big shot. This is so cutting edge. I'm obsessed with this moment. Got this it. is like Very the most amazing line. thing ever. Okay. So <laughs> that's the bulk of it. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just put a little bit in. Bring your brow down really hard. Like that. Okay. Want to see something really cool, Lauren? Yes. Take a look at this. Watch. Bring your brow down. So you can actually see where, when he's, where, the, where the brow comes down, but right here where the brow stops coming down, this is where you put your shot. Relax it, Michael. There we go. Tiny shot there. Boom. Then turn this way. Bring your brow down again. Really hard. Now relax it. Another shot. Oh, relax right it. Yep. This is how we raise the brow. I'm going to see your eyes for the first time. <laughs> I've been closed for so long. <laughs> he reminds me of the peanuts when they're dancing with their eyes closed. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> How's your commentary, Lauren? I love it. Drop here. Oh, my commentary. So he's putting a drop of Botox um, on the right side. There's a very, very minimal um, uh, residual of bumps. It's very Those small. two I felt. Those are done. Right. And we're done. And we're wow. done. 
totally, totally So, done. Dr. Dennis, when I get Botox, I see it right away. Is that the same for everyone? You know what? Um, it's different for different people. I'm... Lauren, I'm a new man. Right away. Can't I don't know if you're going to be able to hold on to me anymore. You look I'm, so good. I'm going to be in demand now. I think it's such a good idea to get it early like this. Yeah, you're looking so good. Now, these little bumps here, mm -hmm. this is what... What a turn on. 30 minutes Okay. to go down. Okay. Don't lie down. Don't exercise. Have a great martini with dinner. Or a few. A few. You know what? Honestly, like I didn't feel that. But I don't know if that's like the normal experience or if it's just Yeah, people over, over worry about this. Well, he's also a really good injector. That, uh, yep. Dr. Dennis. Yeah, ma'am. That was amazing. Um, really quick before we go, you guys, we have a code for my favorite peel pads on the planet. I am obsessed with them. I talk about them all the time. What's the code? It's skinny 10, right? Skinny 10. So and we'll leave all the, the, wait, it's, it's just drdennis.com or is it their skin? My stuff, it's drdennisgross.com. You can send me pictures of yourself and I can answer questions. I can talk, I'll send you some, uh, you know, just ask questions. Send me a photo. Like if your skin's thinning or you want me to look at your acne, I can get back to you and give you some personal How advice. How do they send it? To the Instagram? Um, just go to my blog on drdennisgross.com. You know, send me a photo. Um, ask a question. I'll get back to you. You know, people have a lot of questions and they're really confused and, you know, I like helping them. That's amazing. And it's nice. I'm not going to have to use my upper skin for a sleep mask yeah. anymore. <laughs> the peel pads are great. Um, it's, it's a, it's a two-part system. So you do one peel pad and then two minutes later you do another peel pad. Right. Okay, and exactly. I'm in love with them, and I'm so excited that Dr. Dennis is giving you guys this discount. So it's Skinny10 at checkout on drdennisgross.com. And where can everyone find you on Instagram? Dennis Gross MD. <laughs> guys, follow him. His feed is so fleeky with all the orange. I love it. And thank you for fixing me and yeah. making me youthful again. And yeah, he's looking great. Now I'm going, Lauren, you better watch out. I'm going to, might get stopped in the street now. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take credit for his second wave. You should. <laughs> it's going to look great. <laughs> Thank you for coming yeah, on. That was so love fun. it doing it. Pleasure. Hey guys, I know that that offer with Dr. Dennis was quick. So in case you missed it, go to www.drdennisgross.com and use promo code skinny10 at checkout. Make sure you get the peel pads. You will thank me later. And also, don't forget to check out the new podcast site over at tscpodcast.com. All of the show notes from this episode and all of our other episodes can be found there. It's a really awesome resource that highlights all of the great people we've talked to, all of the different books and resources they've recommended, as well as the things we have recommended. It also has a section for new listeners trying to get caught up to speed. So check it out. Go to tscpodcast.com. You can also find it on the Skinny Confidential by clicking podcast. So check it out. All the things in this episode will be linked there. And wait, quick giveaway. Like always, guys, tell me your favorite part of this episode with Dr. Dennis on my latest Instagram, and I will send you five of my top beauty products. I pick one person a week. I'll DM you on Insta if you won. Um, and lastly, as always, if you rate and review the podcast, please screenshot it and email it to asklauren at theskinnyconfidential.com, and we'll send you my five top beauty secrets straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you, and we'll see you next Tuesday. This episode was brought to you by Thrive Market. Thrive Market is your one-stop shop for high-end, high-quality, and highly discounted groceries, supplements, beauty products, and household supplies. Thrive Market guarantees its customers 25 to 50% below retail on all items because it cuts out the middleman. Thrive Market is offering all Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners, 25% off your first order and free shipping with a one-month trial when you go to thrivemarket.com skinny. Again, that's thrivemarket.com skinny. Be sure to check out Lauren's new favorite page. Happy shopping, everyone, and we will be back. This episode was brought to you by Ritual. 
You guys know I'm a human guinea pig, so it shouldn't surprise you that I am obsessed with finding the right multivitamin for you. Ritual is a standout star, okay? It's filled with iron, vitamin E, magnesium, folate, omega-3s, everything good. It sort of streamlines the whole vitamin thing, if you know what I mean. It doesn't have a fishy taste. It tastes more like a blast of minty, fresh goodness. It's also vegan, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. It's made in the United States without filler or colorants. 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis, so Ritual created a smarter vitamin with nine essential ingredients that women lack most. Go to ritual.com skinny and choose clean ingredients today. Sign up now at ritual.com skinny.